What's poppin' everybody, it's your boy Dota and welcome to episode 5 of Inside These Minds. A couple months ago, in 2018, between the months of October and November, I've had the pleasure and opportunity with the help of a classmate of mine, Lisa, whom you may remember co-hosting with me for episode 2 of the show with a guest covered her. This episode's guest is known for being in movies such as Don John, as well as television shows like Broad City, Family Guy, Who's the Boss, and Netflix original series The Good Cop. Other than being an actor, the guest is also a singer. This actor slash singer's name is Tony Danza. This episode is fun to do as he is the first Hollywood celebrity to be interviewed on the show. Enjoy. Okay, so Tony, you're going to be coming to the Algonquin Commons Theater tomorrow with the standards and stories. I'm just wondering, how long has it been touring? Um, this particular, well, I've, I've been I've been doing this I've been doing this for over uh, 20 years, but this particular uh, this particular iteration, this, this uh, you know, when you go to New York, when you do a cabaret act, whenever you go to New York, you have to write a new act. Okay. And so this is the last one I, I this is the last one I wrote, but it's. Uh, it's actually been the most successful. It's been uh, well received, and I've been I've been taking it all over. I just got back from the Midwest. I was in Oshkosh and St. Joseph, Missouri, and and St. Charles, uh, Illinois, and Williamsport, and uh, you know I've just been taking it all over. and And I'm going to Canada. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. going to Canada, so it's, the show is taking me all over the place. So, what are some songs that people can look forward to hearing? Well, I think more importantly than me giving you my set list is that uh, you understand what, what, what I'm trying to do. Uh, okay. You know, it's called Standards and Stories, and that's pretty self-explanatory because that's what it is, a bunch of personal and professional stories uh, using some songs to uh, enhance the uh, emotion that we're trying to evoke. And then uh, given the arc of the, of the show, uh, we try to get to a, a connection with the audience. And then I get to throw in a little tap dancing, and I get to use my secret weapon. You know, my secret weapon is my ukulele. Oh, really? By the way, yeah, by the way, I'm standing on the corner of Hudson and Houston in New York City. Okay. So that's why it's so noisy. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah, but, uh, but, but uh, basically, you know, one of the things I've learned over these so many years of trying to do this is that the only thing you can really do you can't go up to succeed. You can't go up to, like, have a guy see you. Maybe you'll get another job. You can't think of any of that. You just have to go up and really enjoy yourself, really have the best time, and enjoy the gifts that you're getting. And I'm telling you, the more I do that, the more people seem to, to uh, enjoy it. And it's just, uh, I mean, I, I can't wait for, you know, I just can't wait to do it for you. Okay, so it's more about just creating a great experience. That's right. Cool. And I That's have right. da- Yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's old world entertainment, too, in, in a way. You know, it's, it's a throwback. Well, I saw... I mean, um, you know, you think about... The other night I was in uh, Staten Island at the St. George Theater on a Sunday night. Oh, a big trunk going by. <laughs> and and I had, I had over 600 people there on a Sunday night. And you think with all the choices that you have for entertainment now... That's pretty good to get people to come out. And so you got to really give them something when they do. And that's what I try to do. Yeah, that sounds like a great night. And I actually saw um, on YouTube, I checked out some of the show, and I saw that you do the song A Very Good Year by Frank Sinatra, and I absolutely love that song. 
Don't you love it? It's amazing. You it, know the story amazing. of that. You know, he, I don't. he did that in one take. Really? He did that in one take, yes. Wow. He walked into the studio, he picked up the music, and they did it. And, and when they finished the first take, he went, all right, that's it, I'm going home. Uh, of course. <laughs> something. And I also have Dowda with me here, and he's got a few questions for you as well about the show. Uh, hey, Tony. Hey, Tony, how's it going? Good. Uh, th- thank you. I'm good. Thank you. All right, so what were some of the key factors whenever you were performing live with your band? Well, the most important thing, as I, as I, as I said to... Uh, 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 Lisa. <laughs> as I said, is, yeah, I'm sorry, Lisa. All of a sudden, it was Deidre. I don't That's know That's okay. Deidre, Lisa, I, uh, you know. As I said to Lisa, um, you really have to not... You know, you really... I used to go up, oh, God, I'm going to succeed. You know, I got to be good. I got to do... And now I... I just go up and just try to have a good time. And that revelation makes you so much better, you know? So that's one thing. The other thing is, is that, you know, I have uh, a couple of things. I, I got lucky about three years ago. This, this all sort of came together. You know, it's a product of uh, doing the show for over 20 years and trying things and, and singing in a performing arts center one night and a ba- singing a ballad as the roller coaster goes by the next. But that's the only way you can really learn how to do this, you know. And and about three years ago, I got lucky, too. I, I needed a, uh, a music director, a piano player. Really? And my drummer said, why don't you try this guy? And they called up this guy, John Otto, O-D-D-O. Okay. And he was Rosemary Clooney's musical director. And mm. he's uh, he's so good. His arrangements are so amazing that he made me a lot better than I was. <laughs> so it's just like this, all this stuff converging at the, at the right time. It's, uh, it feels really good. All right, so whenever you're performing in front of people, what were some of the ups and downs you encountered? Well, well, it used to be you used to put a lot of pressure on yourself, you know, and, and, and when you, you know, look, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't have the greatest pipes, but I'm a good singer. But if you don't have the greatest pipes, it takes a long time to feel confident enough and comfortable enough to be the best you can be. That is true. And so that takes some time. I think people that that singing in public will, will understand that. And uh, and now, you know, I got to the point where I feel pretty comfortable up there all the time. All right. So that's part of that's part of the growth. You know, that's part of the, uh, you know, you, 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 you uh, what do you call it? You improve by performing. You develop by performing. All right. And also, how much fun are, are you having doing something you love for, like, a long time? That's, that's, let me tell you, this is, this is the thing I love to do most. Uh, I love, I really wish, the only thing I really wish, anything that really breaks my heart is I wish my mother could see me now. <laughs> because I know she would love this more than anything. She will be uh, proud. It's a real chance, it's a real chance to, uh, to pay homage to a different kind of entertainment that we have, than we have much of now. It's a, it's an attempt, it's a, it's, it's my, you know, the greatest thing I like to do is I like to sing and dance, so... I get to do that. I mean, it's just, I just can't tell you how, you know, doing what you love is pretty good. Somebody said it's hard work, but my father would say it's lovely work. Mm-hmm. Good advice, for sure. And also, when, like, what were some of the uh, instruments you end up playing growing up? Well, you know, I never had much, I didn't have any musical training. I just wasn't interested. I don't know what the heck it was. Uh, but... I, lately, now the ukulele's come in my life now. It's 
another big truck. It's about 2006. But uh, I play a little piano. I blow the horn a little bit. I play a little bit of the trumpet. But I never did it as a kid. It's all late in life endeavors. Like, I didn't start tap dancing until I was 32. Oh, wow. You know, in taxi. Yeah, I was in taxi. We did a show where we pretended to tap dance. Mm -hmm. I said, I got to learn how to do this. So I went and got myself a, a great teacher named Pat Rico, and I've been studying ever since. All right. So speaking of shows, do you mind if we touch on The Good Cop? I wish we would. Okay, so The Good <laughs> Cop, your new Netflix original series, it started September 21st. Ten episodes so far. Uh, I've heard great things. Are you expecting a second season? Well, I mean, we're, let's say we're hopeful for a second season. But, you know, I've been doing this a long time. This is the 40th anniversary of Taxi. Yeah. And uh, and um, when you're doing it a long time, you know that people could say how great things are. Oh, what a wonderful show. It's so this, it's so that. And then it gets canceled. Okay. You know, so I'm, I'm, op I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm, you know, I'm stoic about it, I think. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out for sure. Um, I for one grew up watching Who's the Boss, which currently we're rewatching, binge watching it at my sister's house. So big fan of Who's the Boss. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, I'm very proud of that show. Yeah, it's See, a great I'm show. I'm so proud of that show. I really am. I mean, it. You know, somebody said to me the other day, you think about, you know, one of the things I like about the Good Cop is you can watch it with your family. Yes. Now, my son has two boys, seven and thirteen. He sat down with the kids. Dad, I don't remember the last time I watched some with my kids. We all got something out of it. It's mm -hmm. unbelievable. So that's the thing. And I think when I was doing Who's the Boss, I was really, really concerned with the message. Okay. I didn't want to proselytize. I didn't want to preach. But I wanted to be sure that I was sending a good message to all these kids that were watching the show. Yeah. And so, you know, I believe in that. And unfortunately, not many people understand that with great influence comes great responsibility. Yeah, Mona was a little risque, but overall, it was a great family show. Yeah, it was It was a lot of innuendo, yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned Catherine Hellman. How wonderful. Very I wonderful. I can't tell you what a marvelous, marvelous, unbelievable woman and person, human. She's my soulmate. <laughs> I mm -hmm. love her so much. So, Tony... She's, by the way, she's mm -hmm. 80, 89 years old now. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I Tony, know. is there anything else that I you know. want? Years ago. And... So, sorry, go ahead. Any? No, no. I, I, you know, I, I can tell you one more thing I'm sure. working on. Sure, yeah. I, uh, I, I've been, I've been, I've been uh, you know, I really think it's so much harder to be a kid nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I had a stress-free childhood, but I don't think many kids are having that now. And uh, I'm working with the Police Athletic League here in the city, the PAL, and we, um, we started an acting program, teen acting. Because when you teach a kid how to act, you teach a kid how to act. And, uh, and the program has expanded from 12 reluctant kids in Harlem to over 250 kids. And we're, we're recruiting in all five boroughs. The hope is to have an acting program, after-school acting program, in every precinct of the city. And now we've just put together what I think is going to be the greatest promotional tool of all time. You ready? Mm -hmm. It's called the PAL Cops and Kids Chorus. Oh, wow. I got okay. police officers. I got police officers and young people singing together. Who wouldn't want to sing that? See that, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds really nice, yeah. It's also a good way to like, yeah, give back I to the community. Trying to, trying, to, you know, trying to bridge that intractable problem that we have. Young people, especially of color, and the police. Okay. And it's really important that we 
that we somehow break that cycle. Yeah, this and, sounds like a really important and positive thing to be doing. Yes. Okay, well, thank you so much for talking with us, Tony. Is there any other messages or anything else you want to add before you go? I just hope uh, people will come out, and, uh, and I'll try to do the best I can and, uh, and give you your money's worth, because that's what you deserve. And if not, just feel free to steal something on the way out. No, I'm, <laughs> only I'm only kidding. <laughs> All right, well, thanks so much, Tony, for speaking with us. And I hope you enjoy being thanks in Canada for one night. I can't wait. All right, sir. Take it easy. Thanks a lot. No okay, problem. Bye-bye. Tony Danza, Standards and Stories at the Algonquin Commons Theatre tomorrow evening. Doors open at 7.30. Show starts at 8. For tickets, go to algonquinsa.com. Man, interviewing Tony has been a great experience for Lisa and I, since he is a very humble person to talk to from his life, his ups and downs, his influences and inspirations. This interview is one of those opportunities where you grab every chance you get. First of all, shout out to Lisa for being a part of this interview. You can follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Leela Dawn. If you liked this episode and want to listen to the previous ones as well as episode 6, follow me on my SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash and go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, which is youtube.com slash mrlegoman 2007. Follow me on my personal socials, starting with both Twitter and Snapchat at Naruto Nerd Herd and my Instagram at Yoda Doda Force 29. Don't forget to follow Inside These Minds official Twitter and Instagram pages at Inside These Minds, all in lowercase. And as always, see you later.